Welcome to the Q Talk with your boy, Pastor E, where all things men will be on the table. So let your brothers, uncles, and homies and club brothers know that we are going to be talking about it. From men issues to sports to sex to whatever concerns, that's right, me and men. So grab a seat and come along for the ride. Now just remember, these are my opinions, and yes, I am sometimes right and wrong. So don't take it personal. Just have fun with the Q-Talk. Well, I just want to say welcome, welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of the Q-Talk. It's your boy, Pastor E. We here just chilling a nice, pretty day. For those of you who don't know, if you haven't seen the picture of me, I'm a biker. So I got a lot going on this weekend. I mean, in the morning, the first thing I got going on is uh, I got to do a, a, a prayer for a ride. Uh bless these young ladies in then i got to go to a guy who i'm so excited for he's opening up his own uh shop a motorcycle shop we're gonna go up there and do a bike blessing uh we're gonna go up there and anoint his building uh give him a protection of the holy spirit for his business you know allow him to you know do his thing you know definitely want to pray that he treat his employees right you know because all that matters uh, and then later on saturday evening there's a car and bike show, uh, so we'll be a vending booth there. If you're in the Charlotte area, come by Club Royal. I don't know what's called, the Queen City Car and Bike Show or what, but come by, check us out, shake my hand, let me know you love me so I can tell you I love you. Then Sunday, we have the All Vested Ride. For those of you who don't know, I do wear a patch. I am 100,000% proud of the patch that I wear. So our organization, so in the Charlotte area, we're doing an all-vested ride where everybody has a patch. We'll be getting on our motorcycle, doing what we do. So, man, this subject, today is going to be kind of tough. I'm going to be talking about a man issue, and I'm going to kind of be all over the place. And, and I guess today we're going to talk about are uh, we as men losing it? Are we as men losing it? Let's be real. It's been a tough week. I mean, even last night at a FedEx warehouse in Indianapolis, eight was killed. We watched a E-7 U.S. Army soldier in Fort Bur at Fort Jackson, uh, disrespect a child and I'm gonna call it just like that not only that he disrespected a mentally challenged kid which even when I saw the picture the first thing I said was something wrong with this boy because we know what what it looks like when when kids you know have that I don't, I don't even know what it's called but you can tell how their eyes are slanted and how they kind of talk you can tell there was something wrong with this kid and then, of course, we got the trial going on in Minnesota. And then, of course, 10 miles from that in Minnesota, we had the young lady, police officer. Then we had a shooting in Tennessee. So it's just been a lot. I mean, really, and it's almost hard to digest. And I'm going to be honest with you. A part of me don't want to digest it. You know, I'm like, I guess I'm becoming like 
a lot of Americans, you read it, you hear it, you see it, you move on. You read it, you see it, see it, you hear it, you move on. And I think that's where I don't want to be, but I think that's where I'm at. I mean, we had uh, in, in, in near us, in my area, a grandfather had to kill his grandson because the grandson broke into his house with a mask on. Pop, Grandpa thought he was being burglarized. Finds out his, his own grandson was the burglar. It's, it's, it's little stuff like that. We see where two guys uh, just killed their parents. I forget what state. might have been Texas. I don't know. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. One of my brothers was telling me today, in the month of April, we've had 45 mass shootings. That was just on CNN. He said, I was driving, so I couldn't look it up. That's hard to digest. And I got to talk about something, and I try to stay away from these subjects. I think I've done one other show about this. But I got to ask this. First of all, for those of you who know me, you know that I don't have a prejudice bone in my body unless you prejudice towards me, and I have to be defensive. I love any and everybody. I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, Oriental, you welcome in my house. I've had all races in my house. I've had all races spend the night in my house. See, there's a difference when you say I have black friends and you only their friends at work. When you Do you invite them over to your house to watch the football game when you invite the other guys over? That's a difference. And that's what we need to start doing more of. We need to start fellowshipping more with different races. Black guys, you need to be friends with Latinos and whites and Asians and vice versa. But I'm disturbed about my white male brothers because I love you guys and I love being friends with you guys. I love laughing with you guys. I love going up to the cigar bar. I pull up on my bike. Somebody wants to talk. I love going to the bars. Uh, or whatever I do, you know, I love going to the gun shop, you know, because let the truth be told, you are my brother. I'm sorry. Some of y'all might not agree with that, but if you white, you're my brother. If you Asian, you're my brother. If you're Latino, you're my brother. If you're black, you are my brother. No ands, ifs, and buts about it. Now, you may choose not to be my brother. So then now to put me in a situation where I can't allow you to be my brother, but you've already made that choice yourself. But when I say, hey, to you, how you doing? And we strike up a conversation. A lot of times it may be a short-term conversation, but I'm prepared for you or either for me to say, hey, man, we need to hook up sometime. We share some of the same hobbies because I look at you as a brother. But this is where I'm concerned. Okay, this is where I'm concerned. Because, number one, a lot of these mass shootings are my young white brothers. And I need to know what y'all are mad about. What are y'all suffering from in depression or mental illness? I don't think it's mental illness. I don't think it's depression. You've, I don't know if y'all heard me say this, but I'm going to say it again. I believe... It's the Mortal Kombat video games and all these different 
you know, video games that we play that reenacts a lot of violent stuff. And a lot of you guys been playing PlayStation and uh, the Microsoft One, whatever they call that Microsoft game thing. You be playing these games since you was two months old. And you've been playing violent games since you was that young. So now when you grow up, the first thing you want to do is put on a camouflage uniform, go buy some, some pistols and rifles, and shoot up the place because your mind thinks it's okay because of the games that you've been playing practically all your life. Now, that's just my opinion. And we're going to get off of that, but I'm going to come back to that. But this is, this is where I'm at with this. I'm really not a gun person. I'm ex-military, so yes, I do believe in the Second Amendment. I believe that we have the right to bear arms. I don't ever think that should change, not only in this country, but any other country. I believe that you have the right. Now, I am not a person who believe in guns. For 12, 10, I don't know, however many years, I only owned one gun. I got a Glock 1.9. I think it's the second generation. Might be the first generation. How can you tell which generation? I know we're on the third generation now, so I don't know. That's the only gun I ever owned. Can I tell you something? I've never fired a round through it. Not once. It's still as new today as it was when I bought Matter of fact, it's in the Glock case. You know, Glock gee that cute little case. It's still in the Glock case with a loaded magazine round. I can care less about it. I went and bought... For protection, I went and bought a Springfield Hellcat because it's a much smaller pistol. And it holds much better rounds, more rounds. I think it's 13 rounds. I've had that gun now probably, I don't know, four to six months maybe. Might be a little bit longer than that. Guess what? I've never fired a round through it. Guns don't phase me. I can care less about a gun. I just recently... And I mean just recently, I have on layaway right now the Springfield Saint, an AR-15 rifle. Now, when I was looking at that gun, when I was with the salesman, you know, we had some laughing moments because he was a great guy, cool dude. We had fun together. We was talking about guns, and I pretty much had already been YouTubing what I want. Uh, but I told him, this is kind of what I want, but... You can sell me something else. You just got to sell it to me. I'm not a gun expert. I can care less. I said to him, the only reason why I'm buying a gun is because maybe I watch too much CNN or local news. I want to protect me and my wife. If my kids or my grandkids just happen to be over my house, I only want this gun for the day that these young white boys want to come through my neighborhood and put me in a situation where I got to protect my wife. I realize that if I have to protect my family, I'm probably going to need more than just a pistol. I said, I'm be honest with you, it's going to come in a box with a nice little uh, case. It's probably never, ever going to come out that box. I'm not going to even lie to you. I'm not going to even load the magazines. When I bring it home, it's just going to sit there. But it's going to be here if I need to protect 
my wife. It's going to be here if I happen to have my grandkids over and I need to protect my grandkids. And the guy was looking at me. He was like, you know what, man? That's what we need more men like you who really just need a gun just to protect their family than to go out there and cause bodily harm. You know, he showed me all these different guns, and he said to me, I'm going to show you everything since you're you learning. You said you want to learn. He said, but I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you. The Springfield is what we're going to get you. You know, he said, I'm not going to sell you out of it, but I'm going to show you everything else that's equal or capable. But because of what you just told me you're going to do with it, this price range, this entry level, this is going to be the best gun for you. So, so we talking, we talking, we laughing. He's showing me the little, the uh, AR rifles, the pistols, which to me, that ain't nothing but a minute <laughs> doggone shotgun. And I'm saying, dude, I don't really, he started, he said, yeah, that's right. You just want to protect your family. I said, yeah, I'm not finna walk around with nothing like that. Now, I'm not going to lie. I probably am going to get one of those one day because they do have one that holds nine millimeter rounds instead of the uh, 5.56. So I probably will get one of those. But it probably be a while, a couple of years, because I got some things that me and the wife need to do. You know, we need to do some more tripping. We need to do some more hanging out. We need to do some more getting out cross country. We, I'm getting her into camping. I'm getting back into camping. So if you listen to Ride Hard, Love Harder, you're going to hear about the sex we're going to be having on our camp trip. Because if you're going camping in the woods, you ain't really going camping. You're going to tear that tail up. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit it. Now, I know she's going to listen to this show. She's going to be like, you shouldn't have said that. We're going to talk about it on our, on our show. So I got some more, some more tail to hit, you know, when we go camping. I got some more state lines to cross. Uh, I might get on a plane and fly somewhere, but we, we young. So we got, I ain't going to say we young by age, but we young by heart. We got some more future ahead of us. So that's what I'm more concerned about. But we got to be concern because let's let's talk about the little situation down there in columbia south carolina okay let's talk about that this man attacked this kid from walking through the neighborhood which by the way we really found out this kid do live in the neighborhood but because this kid is mentally challenged he got discombobbled or whatever you call it and he was trying to get home but his mentalness, uh, he got lost. And did, but he did, he knew he lived here. He, I know I live in this neighborhood because I ain't walked that far, but I can't get back to my home. He was asking questions to get back to his home. He was already scared because his, he wasn't near supervision that he's used to having. And for those of you who have mentally challenged kids, you know how that feel if that child lets go your hand. It can only be for a second, but you freak out. Let me tell you something about that young man. He was as cool as you can be, probably because he has challenges, but he was cool as three left feet. He was smooth. He didn't raise his voice. He just told the guy, sir, just don't hit. He kept calling the guy, sir. He kept showing this man respect. This is the problem that I had. This fool, and that's who he is, and if the army don't Article 15 him with bad conduct, bad misconduct, they wrong. 
this stupid idiot freaking fool acting like a dumb piece of trash and i mean that in front of his kids i wish dss would get involved and take his kids from him because as a father you should not act like that in front of your kid but you a bully and now we see so i had to start with this now we see why so many of these here 18 to 25 year old my young white brothers is out here shooting up the world because their fathers was violent that man probably beats his kids treats his kids the same way because he acted like a man who don't value kids because he knew that was a young kid he could tell by his face that there was something wrong with him and he still acted like a punk ass idiot and that's a problem he's a punk ass idiot and I was so excited when the whole neighborhood showed up the next day at his house saying, if you that bad of a man, come out here and let us all see it. I wish he came outside and every one of them would have beat him down. He deserved to be beat down like that because you don't do that to a child, especially somebody else's child. He was wrong. He's an idiot. His butt needs to be locked up. I don't know what kind of federal charge they can give him, but his butt needs to be locked up. His kids, his kids need to be taken away from him. These are my opinions, so don't get upset. My opinions, and I have the right to my opinion. Because if you're a father and you call yourself a man, he ain't no man. He a punk. He a little sissy. That's who that man, he is nothing but a two-bit sissy. Because real men don't treat other people's kids like that. He could tell this kid, even I didn't know, just looking at the video, you can tell this kid was disembobbled. The kid was probably scared before he even started being engaged by this guy because he was trying to get home. All he knew, and, and, and y'all got kids to get, what is it, uh, 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 autism the more he stayed away from home the more scared he probably got so by that time this idiot who's nothing but a worthless two-bit punk approached him this kid was really nervous but you know what this young man showed the world how to be respectful this young man showed us that his father is raising him to respect others. This young man showed us that his mother is raising him, even with his challenges, to respect others. And he happened to ran into a worthless little punk defied sissy who think because he wears a uniform, he's a bully. I'm going to tell you something. I might be a religious man, but if that had been my son, we'd have had to go fund me to bail me out of jail. Because I'd have killed that little punk. Or he'd have killed me. But I'd have went back to his house, and I'd have set a chair in his front yard till he came out there, he either whooped my ass or I whooped his ass. But what you're not going to do is push my son who has mentally challenged issues and think you're going to get away with it. No, 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 no. When you come at my kids, you bring in, you got to bring all the guards you got with you because I'm bringing some stuff with me that you ain't going to be prepared for. You don't mess with another person's 
child. Not like that, but because he was one of our white brothers, he thought he can get away with it. And that neighborhood showed him the devil is a liar. You're not going to mess with nobody's child. I loved it because you know what showed up at his front door? Something that he knows nothing about. Respected parents showed up at his front door and this stupid, worthless, sissified idiot don't know how to be a respected parent. He knows how to be a bully. See, his kids love him because they're afraid of him because he's a stupid bully. He's not a man. He does not own the right to be a man. He doesn't have the dignity to call himself a man. He's just a sissified punk who was wrong. Enough on that. So then we get the young lady who's a trainer, 26-year veteran of her police department, and this stupid heifer don't know the difference between a gun and a damn taser. Now, I don't mean that personally because I'm not a police officer. But let's be honest. Y'all know it. You tote your weapon on your shooting hand, and they on purposely put your taser on the opposite hand. Her taser was yellow. Her dumb, you know what, didn't look down at her hand to say, I got a yellow, oh, I got my taser, it's yellow. No, this stupid idiot didn't. Now, for those of you who don't know, yes, the guy did have a warrant. He had a $78 warrant for when he was in high school, he got caught with one half a joint of marijuana. Okay, how many of y'all out there when you was in high school smoked some marijuana? Probably 85% of every American when they was in high school tried some marijuana. He got caught with the marijuana and as a respected citizen of this country, he pleaded automatically guilty with no contest. The judge said, well, you young, I get that you a kid, and you were just having fun, I, I'm just going to find you for it. You're not going to have nothing on your record. It was only $78. Now, the guy's still a kid. He didn't pay his fine. He's a kid. He probably forgot to pay it. Kids do that. Y'all got kids. He was 18 when that happened. Let's not forget these are kids that we talking about. You're still a kid till you probably 25, 26 because you're making dumb decisions. We all did. This lady says... Oh, I thought it was, let me tell you something. What is wrong with this picture? That a 26-year veteran of the police department don't know the difference between a taser and a gun? She just made her whole police department look like idiots, like a bunch of dummies by saying that she just said to the world we don't train our police officers right i don't know if she realized it but she just opened up a can of sue me worms because i'm sure there's a whole bunch of lawyers lining up that heard that that's ready to sue her the police department, the training department, I don't care the mayor, she, they ready to sue everybody because this woman who's a 26 year supervisor, 
president of the union says, I don't have a difference. I have no idea the difference between a gun and a taser. That's what she's saying. She didn't know what was in her hand. Because everybody know, yeah, they tasers look like guns. But everybody know they are distinguishedly on purposely built different. And she didn't know the difference. Which means she's a dummy too. She's dumb, dumb, dummy. But no, she's not a dummy. She thought she can get away with a crime. Now, I kind of got off into a rant, but let's get back to what's important. And that is what's going on with my young white brothers. I'm praying for you guys. And I hope you guys know that I'm praying for you because you guys, for some reason, you are not loving life anymore. At 21, at 20 years old, you should be going to spring breaks running around with different women. You know, you should be going to the drive-in. Do they still have drive-in? You should be going to the drive-in every week with a different young chick. You young. You should be freelancing with life. You shouldn't be hanging out at a gun shop wanting to talk. You shouldn't be mad at the world at 21. You're single. You're young. You're free. You should be traveling. Well, we can't really travel like we used to because of coronavirus. But you should be out partying, going to clubs, picking up chicks, hanging with the fellas, going to the baseball game, going to office depot, home depot, whatever it is, you know, hanging out at Walmart, picking. I mean, you should just be having fun. But for whatever reason, my young white brothers, who I love and I pray for, they have something going on that they're struggling with. And I got into that rant because the young idiot soldier acted like an idiot in front of his son. So guess what? When his son turns 21, 22, we can probably expect to hear that his son walked into a doggone store and shot up everybody because he watched his dad do it. And I don't mean that in a personal way. I just mean that's what can happen. I mean, we watching TV and we watching these white, my white brothers beat up old Oriental women. Did y'all see that guy? He was... He pushed that woman. He was beating her. He was kicking her. This was an old senior citizen, Asian woman who you didn't know, who hadn't done anything to you, but because you were a white guy, you just wanted to beat her up. And by the way, did y'all notice the security guard in the store that didn't do a doggone thing? Yeah, another weakling. Yeah, another weakling. So, so to all my, I don't promote criminal, but for all my like to rob, steal criminals, that's the store to go to. That security guard is a coward. He ain't protecting nothing. He's just getting a paycheck. Now, I don't mean that person. Y'all know I like to have fun, so that really was a joke that didn't sound funny. <laughs> but my young white brothers, I don't understand. As much as I love you guys, I don't understand how you guys can hate Asians. You hate Latinos, you hate blacks, you hate Jews, you hate women, 
you hate gays. I mean, have y'all really looked at the history of our young, beloved white brothers on everything and everybody that they hate? They hate gays. They hate Jews. They hate women. They hate blacks. They hate Latinos. They hate Asians. I mean, why is it that you hate everybody who don't look like you? And a lot of y'all are Christians who know that we are not going to look like each other. So that's why I'm saying there has to be a problem somewhere. There has to be an issue somewhere. I don't know what we're doing in schools anymore because you got to think a lot of these people are young. So they in high school to freshman, sophomore, college age. You know? So we need to start exploring. We need to start doing some research on why is it that our young white kids, our young white brothers, are all of a sudden finding it amused to kill people. I mean, y'all remember when the George Floyd thing happened and the young white kid was up there walking around with an assault rifle? His mom took him. Now think about this. I'm not condoning what the mom did, but imagine if someone would have shot her son. His mom took him to a riot situation where she could have been burying her son. Anybody ever think of that? Let's forget about oh, what he did. Forget about that. Forget about whether it's right or wrong. His mother took him to a situation that was hostile where he himself could have been murdered. And instead of her celebrating her son for being a bully and a badge, you know what, she could have been burying her son. Another young white boy. Someone that I personally been praying for. That God removes hatred from his heart. That God allows him to see that we are all equal on this earth that our father created. And we have to look at it that way. We need to look at it that way. We can't continually hate on one another. At some point, we're going to have to figure out a way to get a hold of what's going on. Because you got to think, a lot of these young, and, I, and, I, and look, I say this because I love my young white brother. They're not ex-military, but they walk around here looking like doggone, the most toughest G.I. Joe you ever seen. Armored vest, five, six clip magazines on them. We don't need that. We need to get a hold and a grip on what's going on in this country before we kill each other. Because, see, I don't know if y'all got this memo. Y'all walking around here jumping on somebody's Asian grandma, somebody's auntie. Just imagine if China, South Korea, North Korea, Japan, and Hong Kong got together and said enough of this. 
They're not going to be beaten up our grandmamas and our mamas over there in America. They never have to send a soldier to America, but they can shut America financially down. The Asian countries own the United States. Okay? You guys won't even be able to buy another pair of drawers, socks, tamp, nothing. They own the United States. Every computer, every cell phone, every tablet, is every TV is made in an Asian country. They will shut us down if we keep jumping on their mothers and grandmothers. So listen, guys, as we come to a close, let's somehow come together. I'm going to tell you the first way you can come together. Those of you who are going to listen to this before the April the 24th, you come to Charlotte, North Carolina to the Rally at the Q. If you're on social media, you can go to the Rally at the uh, Q Facebook page, or you can go to Queen City Biker Church page, and we would love to have you because we love you. That's all. We got to start loving on each other somewhere. We do. We can't keep hating on each other because it's cool to hate. It's not cool to hate. We got to start raising the next generation to be strong. We need to be back. We need to get pride back in America. You know, we need to start making our own socks and making our own Levi jeans and making our own tennis shoes and uh, making our own lawnmowers and making our own weed eaters. And, you know, we need and making our own Stacy Adams shoes. I mean, we need to get back to making our own stuff in America so that we can be proud to be an American. Because right now I got this feeling a lot of us, we like living in America because of the freedom, but we're not proud Americans anymore. We need to get back to just being proud to be an American. We need to be proud of riding in that Ford F-150. We need to be proud to be in that Camaro. We need to be proud of watching a good old baseball game with an apple pie with an old Chevrolet pickup in the driveway. We need to be proud to just watch a good NASCAR game or the good NASCAR race. But the most important thing we need to be proud of is if we watch NASCAR, it would be nice if the uniform that the, nice, the NASCAR driver have on is made in the United States instead of Asia. And I'm not knocking that, but if we bring pride back to America, maybe we can bring some, some unsatisfied joy back to just being an American. We need to start back making talk of toys, talk of trucks in America so they can be metal and steel because we owe it to ourselves to be proud to be an American. And Americans, we love. And Americans, we care about other people. If there's a tornado coming through a neighborhood, the whole neighborhood comes together. Black, white, Latino, Asians, we all in that neighborhood with our chainsaws cutting up the trees so that our neighbor can get out of his, his driveway and go to work. If we can do that as Americans, we can slow down these mass shootings as Americans. If you're a parent, 
with a child and you notice that something is kind of off about that child, seek help. Because in America, we want to help one another. In America, we want to see each other perish and, 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 and blossom and, and flood this earth with greatness. That's who Americans is. Can we get back to simply being proud Americans? So I want to say, welcome to the Q Talk. It was your boy, Pastor E. Well, all things men will always be on the table. So let your brothers, your uncles, your homies, and your club brothers know that we are going to talk about it. From men issues to sports to sex to whatever concerns men and me. Did I say that again? To whatever concerns me and men. To whatever concerns men and me. So grab a seat and come along for the ride. Now, just remember, these are my opinions. And yes, I am sometimes right and wrong. So please don't take it personal. Just come along and have fun with the Q-Talk. This is your boy, Pastor E, with this week's segment of the Q-Talk. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. See you. Love you. Praying for you. It's your boy. Have a good weekend.